Do I have to do the whole thing over again? Yeah, we just talking. <laughs> a quick hello, and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Greg Gifford. And thanks for having me back. I love having you on, because you sing it every time. You got to. Right, we're at SMX West. You just gave your talk, and you had, uh, what was the name of the actor in it? Samuel L. Jackson Films this time. Every talk you give, anybody who goes to see one of his talks, it's based on some movie or style of It's movie. always a movie theme, so comedy movies, western, sci-fi, whatever. Uh, I try to not repeat a theme at any one conference, so if I've, done, if I've done comedy movies at SMX, I won't do comedy movies at SMX again. So I have to, you know, some of the conferences like this that I've been doing for years, I'm starting to run out of specific genres of films so I can, like, break in and do specific actors and things like that. Okay. Just to make it fun. Okay, have you done one rubbish movies? Rubbish movies? Like, just really, really bad ones? That's an excellent idea. Ooh, I'm thinking I of that. hadn't thought about that, but that would actually be really fun. <laughs> well, I'd enjoy watching. You know, I think kind of one of the things is I've seen several of your talks, and sometimes, you know, some of the stuff you're saying is similar to something you said in another one, but it's always fun because you've got that movie thing going on. It'd be really fun to do one on, like, GMB spam. Yeah. And it's fighting spam and fake listings, and it's just really bad movies. Great. I think you just nailed it. Brilliant yeah. stuff. So, we're not here to talk about that. We're talking about... Google is your new homepage. Very much so. And Rich. it's something that we've been talking about in local for a while. I mean, yeah. I think Mike Blumenthal said it in like 2017, like pretty early on, that Google My Business is your new homepage. So for local businesses, if someone is going to do a search for your business, your first impression is no longer your website. It's your Google My Business listing. And that's kind of become more of a, a generality for all of search that your not necessarily just your Google My Business, but that search results page of a brand search, that's your new homepage. That's your first impression with potential customers. And also, possibly your last impression is that they don't even go to the website. Yeah, exactly. And you can do so much on Google. I mean, we did a webinar about it. I was stunned at how much there is to do on a brand search for local search. And, and why would you need to click through? I mean, think about it. When was the last time you did a search for a restaurant and actually clicked through to the restaurant's website? It doesn't happen. Yeah, no, because you've you got know, the price, you you've got the to. menu, uh, you've got the, the pictures, the pictures of the food. And you click the link to set a reservation, it goes to open table. you never even go to the restaurant's website. Okay, brilliant. So, we're in a, a situation now, I mean, what I find interesting is I started to say it about any brand, uh, and I'm kind of coming late to the table, as it were, we're talking about <laughs> reserving restaurant tables. I'm coming late to the table, but in local search, it's been the case that you, you maybe still need a website, but your website becomes significantly less important. Yeah, and you have to realize too, you know, a lot of businesses out there are freaking out about zero click search. Yeah. And that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a real thing. And I think in local, it's even more prevalent because of the Google My Business aspect, but you're not necessarily losing customers or losing conversions. They just don't have to go to your site anymore. You, your phone call volume may be exactly the same. It's just they don't have to go to your site to get your phone number anymore because it's so present right there in Google. Okay. So as a local business, first thing you need to do is optimize your Google My Business. Yes. Which goes in what? I mean, quickly, the steps. What, what are the things I should look at well, first? So make sure it's your correct business name without any additional keywords stuffed into it. Make sure you've got your correct address and that the map pin is in the right place. Make sure you've got a local phone number listed. Now, Google has changed the rules. You can do tracking numbers now. So the tracking number would go in the primary slot, and then your local number goes as an alternate phone number so that you still have consistency with oh, all okay. of your directory And no listings. mobile phones. 
I mean, you could, you, if you're like a, a service type business, like a plumber or something, you could totally put a mobile number in there and be able to penalize me. No, no, no. Okay. Um, you want to make sure you're choosing the right categories. You want to make sure you're uploading photos and videos. And then uh, the questions and answers section is a new kind of community discussion feature. That's really important to pay attention to. Oh, can you fill in your own questions and answer You can. Yourself? Yeah, actually, uh, you can, as the business, upload your own questions and then answer those questions. So it's like creating a pre-site FAQ page. Yeah. So that's I really important. It's a really great uh, way to address questions that customers might be asking because now the way it works, if I go into a Google My Business profile and click the button to ask a question, as soon as I start typing that question in on mobile or desktop, it will auto-suggest answers to me based on past questions and answers that are already entered or based on things that are mentioned in reviews. So I mean, for me, a really important thing there is, as a business owner, I would think, well, if I answer all the questions on Google, they won't come to my website. And you're saying, you don't really have a choice anymore. You're going to have to do well, that question. Well, they're probably answer. not coming to your website anyway. Mm. Or maybe that's the kicker that gets them to go to your website because they're searching around trying to find a solution for what they're looking to buy or what service they're looking for. And if you're the only business that's showing up locally that has that information there, yep. maybe they're gonna click through to you because the other guys don't. Okay. One thing you said there that did strike me is video. Uh, video keeps coming in. Don Anderson was saying earlier on that video is one of the big search things for the next 20 years. Uh, and one would think that local businesses, videos is probably a problem. It's too expensive. No, it's actually not. Ooh. It's not expensive. You can use your phone. I mean, we're we're That's doing this. Doing. We're doing this right now on a phone, and we've got you know we've got little microphones, and he's got his little audio recorder separate to have better quality sound. But you know that's a hundred bucks, maybe a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I was just talking to him before we started the video. You could buy the little gimbal camera that I have for like three hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, the one that I showed off on the webinar yeah. the other day. You know, so for an investment of. 500 bucks you can get or really for less for 400 bucks you can get the gimbal camera and get like i have a, a usb chargeable wireless lavalier microphone oh right, okay so it's you know it's not the best quality microphone but it's very sufficient for what a business would need so for less than 500 bucks now you can go out and do all your own video stuff and it sounds great and it looks yeah. awesome and why not i mean and you, you, you have to take the time to do it, obviously, yeah. but you can also hire people to do video for really cheap now. So yeah. I just don't really think there's a barrier to entry to play in video anymore. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. The other thing, I mean, the, I had a client who spent loads of money and they did this professional video in a studio and it was so flat and boring. Well, and that's the thing too. You have to, you have to be cognizant of the fact that some Ooh, people, yeah, <laughs> some people just aren't great on video. Yeah, and, and it just happens. And, you know, I feel like I'm pretty engaging on video because I do videos all the time. I do a weekly video series. So yeah. I know that, you know, in real life, I don't use my hands this much, but on a video, you use your hands more. So there's oh. more, so that, you know, if I was standing like this and talking to you in a very flat voice like this the whole time, then it's a super boring interview. Yeah, Nobody already, wants yeah. to watch it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we could probably but, when you're, but when you're more animated in your face and you're doing this, then it makes the video better. So I think that kind of comes with practice too, because as a business owner, if you're going to start doing this and you're watching yourself and you're like, ah, oh, that's really painful, yeah. then you figure out what you need to do to fix it. Or you can work with someone that does it more often. But again, it's not a barrier to entry. No. But start sure. messing with it. Start playing with it. You're going to figure out what you don't like about what you're doing and change that behavior. And then you're fine. Brilliant. The other thing, sorry, now we can, we can take that idea of video uh, and say, in fact, as a local business, you can also have the video boxes on your brand search. Yep. Uh, when somebody searches my name, they see my homepage if I've got a website, Google My Business over there on the left. Underneath that, potentially, the video boxes. And that can 
inform and entice and charm clients on the SERP once again. Exactly, and that's why it's really important to play in YouTube. So a lot of people now will use different video hosts for the video on their website because really? you get better metrics uh, from something like a, a Wistia okay. than you would from just using a YouTube embed and you can change the player color. And there's a lot of advantages to using something like Wistia. That's what we always use. But uh, you also want to upload it to YouTube because people are going to be searching on YouTube and that video will then get surfaced in the video stuff in the search results. Okay. And you want to put it in multiple places because maybe on your website you want it displayed a certain way, but you also need to take advantage of that video, so upload it to YouTube as well. And, and that, that for me is really important. You're saying you don't have to be afraid of putting the same content in multiple places because no, no for the, so, so the I do this Wednesday or Tuesday video series, so every Tuesday I'm releasing a video and we put the video onto Wistia so that on our site, it's hosted by Wistia on our blog. Then I upload it to YouTube, put it in our YouTube channel in that particular playlist because we have multiple playlists because we do multiple videos. Yep. So it's on YouTube, it's on our site on Wistia. I upload it to Facebook so that it plays natively in the Facebook stream instead of saying, hey, here's a link to our blog post. I'd rather have people watch it in Facebook. Hang on, sorry, Wistia plays directly in Facebook. No, not Wistia. I upload the video, specifically raw video file to Facebook. So it's uploaded in our account on Facebook. But that way, when you're in stream in Facebook, you're not seeing, oh, I want to see this and clicking and going off Facebook to our blog, you're just watching it right there on Facebook. Same thing with LinkedIn. I upload it into LinkedIn so that people that watch it are watching it directly in the LinkedIn stream instead oh. of clicking over somewhere else. So I'm uploading it to four or five different places. And this is literally something I've only heard over the last couple of weeks. I mean, that idea, you put it in these multiple places and all these platforms are walled gardens. They want to be walled gardens. They want to keep, so the more you play that game, the better it is for you. And what you yeah. want to do is get people seeing your video and being in, in, engaged. And it's, and exactly, and it's different audiences. So, you know, on Facebook, we'll boost it. We'll pay to boost it to show it to more people and get a couple thousand people to watch it. But on LinkedIn, I get a couple thousand people to watch it organically. Okay. So it's, but it's different audience. There's no overlap between those people. The people that are watching it on LinkedIn are different audience, different customers or potential customers or different digital marketers that want to learn than the people that are watching it on Twitter or the okay. people that are watching it on Facebook. So you just want to get it out there everywhere you can where you know those potential audiences are. And get your brand out there. Yeah, I mean, it's all, about, it's all to about relevant exposure. Audiences. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's what I keep saying in all my presentations for the last six months or so and what I'm saying. Saying again today. A, a, again today, uh, <laughs> a really big push I'm seeing this year is, I think marketing or digital marketing has kind of come full circle because when we first started having websites, then everybody was like, oh, forget the traditional stuff. TV, all this traditional print, radio, TV, print, magazine, doesn't yep. work anymore, mail doesn't work anymore. Everything's digital. Go do digital. It's your new, sh you know, it's your new first impression with customers. It's your website. Blah 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 blah. But now, everybody's starting to realize you can't just do SEO in a bubble. You have to be a full stack marketer. You still have to do all of these other things. And you've got to. It's all about building your brand now. It's the, the entity yeah. signals that help you rank. You've got to build your brand. You've got to do things offline. You've got to be involved in the community. You've got to do things to expose your brand. So all of the old school things that people stop doing, they're starting to. I don't. <laughs> they're, they're behind this. There's a list. Unfortunately, they put this SMX banner up in front of the whiteboard where I wrote out all this really cool stuff for this video, and we just didn't have time to move it. We tried to. The guy got mad at us. I almost got kicked out. But yeah, yeah. he's going into a whole story about the, the situation that didn't actually happen. But no. But yeah, the old school marketing stuff of just getting out there and getting that exposure—that's what's important. But what, what strikes me here, I mean, I, I really like this idea, is all of a sudden, I mean, marketers, people who actually market their own businesses uh, normally, have been, I think, quite afraid of digital marketing. They kind of think, oh, it's this bizarre thing over there that we can't really deal with because it's computers. And now it's actually just taking your normal, everyday quality, old school marketing, putting it online and showing it 
to Google and to your clients through Google. Um, and that's all you're doing. It's a platform to yeah. communicate. It's just another piece of the marketing pie. Okay. So next after videos, to carry on that conversation about this idea of Google is your new homepage, what, yep. what do you do if you've got a bad review? So for example, a review site um, that's, that's got this awful review. What do you think you can do about that? Uh, you know, you can go in and try to displace that site, push it further down the SERPs. Okay. So, you know, try to get your, uh, you know, if, if there's a, you know, a Yelp listing of the 10 best whatever businesses in your town, you could try to get that to show up higher. Um, you know, I've had people try to get their company LinkedIn page to show up higher, get your Facebook page to show up higher. So you can yeah. push those things down off of the first page of search results. Wait, 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 sorry to, to, to cut in there, but that, that's that really interesting kind of concept that you can control and you can change the anatomy of your brand SERP and you can actually work on it. Well, and that's something that we look at with our clients is yeah. on a brand search, how much of that page one SERP do you control? Yeah. Not do you own, because you really only own your website. Yeah. But yeah. it's what do you control? You control your Facebook, you control your Twitter, you control your LinkedIn, you can control various review sites. You know, all of these things. Do you have the ability to enter information and control what that SERP looks like? Now, there's some that you don't control. You might be listed because it's some random directory site or, yeah. you know, it's Yelp and Yelp's listing your restaurant and it's listing the 10 best barbecue restaurants in town. And maybe you show up this year. Maybe you won't show up next year because you can't control it. But anything that you can control, you should be able to have the vast majority of your brand SERP instances or, or things that you can control in one, way or, in, one I, way or another. Yeah. And so kind of the idea of oh, what somebody sees when they type my brand name into Google is up to Google. And that's not true. It's up to me to work it to make sure that the I mean, stuff is there. to a degree, it is up to Google, but you have the ability to influence what Google thinks is the best thing to show in that case. Yeah. And the best thing to show is what's relevant and valuable to people who are searching your brand name. Exactly. So, you know, if, if you've got some review problems, create a page on your site that's a, you know, my company reviews and list out your own testimonials that are obviously all good. Not that that really matters for customers that come to your site, but that's another potential page that can show up on that search result and maybe push other things down. Brilliant. Yeah. Great stuff. So. To, to conclude all of that, it's saying, Google's my new homepage. I need to make sure that what appears is positive, accurate, and convincing. Exactly. And I can start with Google My Business, which it's, is the really it's obvious It's all one. about, and it's, it's, the, it's the problem that a lot of digital marketers have. You have to break out of your bubble and not only think about yourself as a digital marketer. Take a step back. Think about what someone that doesn't know anything about your business sees when they conduct that search. How does that search results page look to somebody that knows nothing about your business? That's what you have to think about when you're trying to control that experience. Okay, but that's a really, really nice way of putting it. I love that. And, and you've got the digital marketers who need to break out of their little bubble and go over towards the marketing side. And the marketers who can now, I think, much more easily come into the digital marketing bubble yeah. uh, and, and come in and actually say, well, I can deal with the digital side of things without necessarily being a digital marketer. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Always happy to be on the show. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, Greg. And thanks for having me again. Love having you on, man. Bye.